0: You are listening to Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Kincho Kelly here. We're back with another episode of Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. I'm your host, Kincho Kelly, helping you get those questions answered to and through retirement. Today, we get to meet the newest addition to the Rooted Wealth Advisors team. Uh, The man served eight years in the Navy. Then he coached some kids at Iroquois West, headed over to Grace. And now we stole him here. And he's the marketing coordinator at Rooted Wealth Advisors, Jason Teal. Jason, what's up, man? Not a whole
0: lot, man. Excited to be here. Uh, Excited to be sitting down in here with you going over this. And uh,
1: just looking forward to, to knocking these questions out. He's calm on the surface guys, but this is game week for him. He's also the head football coach at the Iroquois West Raiders. So uh, how are you feeling this week? I mean,
0: It's game week, you know, a little bit of nerves. I won't be nervous tomorrow, though. Uh, We kick off a day early. Uh, The kids are super excited. I'm super excited. I know Zach's been getting me fired up here at the office, too. And, you know, looking forward to uh, getting that first win.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I kind of gave everybody kind of an overview of your story, but um, share with me how did your how did your path end up here at Rooted Wealth Advisors?
0: Whew, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, it's, it could be a long one, so so you got to bear with me here. I'll buckle up. Uh, so I, was, I played high school football with Zach. I've known Zach for over twenty years. Graduated high school. I played at Olivet for two years before entering the military did the military thing for eight years. Uh, deployed a couple of times, once on a ship, once with the Marine Corps. Uh, it, was, it was good times. It was good times. Uh, once I got out, went to school, got my bachelor's degree in nutrition, and then I ended up going back, get my master's degree in education. Uh, became a PE teacher at Iroquois West. Uh, teaching sixth through eighth grade PE. I mean, that was a... That was something else on its own. There's a lot of energy in sixth through eighth graders. <laughs> a lot. Uh, no no two days were the same. Uh, and then from there, I, I moved on to become the science teacher at Grace Christian Academy. And I did a year there before getting in, in contact with Zach. I just had a few questions uh, retirement-wise for myself. And uh, it ended up, he, he responded back. He, he asked me a couple of quick questions, and then we got into a conversation and... I mean, I guess you could say the rest is history. I'm, I'm here now.
1: And you've, you've had a few weeks here under your belt. We're super excited about your story. Thank you for your service, by the way. Uh, that is awesome and something that is highly uh, commendable. So um, you got a few weeks here under your belt, didn't have any industry knowledge. What have you, what have you learned being in the finance industry for, for like a month now? High speed, low drag. Like, I'm busy from
0: the time that I could, I get in here until the time I go home. I, I like I enjoy it. I like it. I lose track of the time, and uh, yeah, before I know it, it's time to walk out
1: the door. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, you do stop to eat occasionally. Your wife Lisa makes you these delicious sandwiches. I've been seeing. I've been seeing. Shout out to Lisa. Uh, <laughs> what's a guy got to do to get one of those sandwiches? Yes, a huge
0: shout out to my wife if, <laughs> if she's watching this. Uh, the sandwiches are great. but you know, it's, uh, it's great to have that support at home. To be able, she gets up early with me. She makes the lunches and uh, it helps me keep on pace for the day, to be honest with you.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And, uh, and then after work, you go to football practice, right? That's a whole nother grind. Yeah, so from here, I go straight to practice.
0: I, I usually come rolling in hot, uh, get there right on time, I jump out, and, and the business clothes still. I got to go down and change. I get out, the kids are warming up, and then it's just right into practice. Spend about two hours there, go home, do the family thing, put my kids to bed, talk about my work day, talk about practice day, go to bed myself, wake up, do it all over again.
1: That's all right, man. You got uh, You got quite the busy schedule there. Um, being in the financial services industry for just over a month now, you've kind of gotten your feet wet in different areas, different things. I want to ask you, like going back to when your hulk of a self was a kid, uh, was your first memory of money? Was it? Uh, were you Were you a kid with the paper route? Were you helping out on the farm? Were you earning money? Were you saving money? Were you spending money?
0: I would definitely say spending money. Uh, my mom's money not necessarily my money. Uh I didn't get my first job until I was a freshman in high school. Uh, I think my mom was probably pretty happy if my mom's watching this. I'll pay it back somehow some way. You know, I worked at the grocery store, the local grocery store. Uh started making my money there. Started to have to buy my own gas, like pay my own way for a few things and you know, try to develop that uh financial responsibility. Can't say it went the best, but I mean it was something
1: usually doesn't right we all have to learn kind of the hard way about money first do you have that one memory where you're like oh man I didn't have the enough to buy this or hey it's important to save or do you have one story that you can kind of pinpoint that was like you understood like money's not everything but money is super important
0: so my like, yeah so my first car was like a 1985 1985- dodge lancer or something and i wanted to upgrade the the muffler had fallen off and i was like man i need to upgrade this vehicle i'm tired of people being able to hear me coming from across town and i didn't quite have enough money to put my own down payment so working at the grocery store in the summertime i actually had to take on like a roofing job to help roof to get enough money for a down payment on a new vehicle
1: You've been a hustler from the drop, huh? Multiple jobs, just always got an iron in the fire. I like that, I like that. And uh, did you did you end up replacing the car or the muffler?
0: Yeah, the, the car got replaced, uh, upgraded from the 1985 to a, a newer Chevy Cavalier when those things were popular.
1: There you go, there you go. So, in kind of in the same vein there, that seems like a really, like a wise decision, right? To upgrade a dying car. What? What was your worst financial decision ever?
0: I mean, it it kind of is a caveat to my best financial decision ever. Uh, My worst financial decision might have been taking out an unnecessary amount of student loans to get the master's degree that I got. Uh, Yeah, that was a large chunk of money to, to come out for that program. And then I ended up changing that program at the very end and tweaking it a little bit and not being able to change the type of loan that I took out.
1: It's a growing epidemic almost with some people. And I know I have some friends that took out loans for, for degrees that they'll never, ever end up using some just kind of one-off, off-the-beaten-path kind of degrees. At least you kind of get to use yours like as you're coaching, right? You get to tell the kids like what to eat, <laughs> how to eat right, how to eat better, um, and then how to you know, get the most out of them.
0: Like I said, my my bachelor's degree was in nutrition, so that's where that comes in, and like that kind of goes to my best financial decision of uh, joining the military and having that paid for. So I got that bachelor's degree with my my post 9/11 GI Bill. So that was yeah, I paid with time and and sacrifice of, of my body and and everything for eight years, but to be able to get that that bachelor's degree for free. Really meant a lot, otherwise I wasn't gonna be able to afford a bachelor's degree and a master's degree on my own.
1: You say free, but like you, you paid with your body. You 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 sacrificed parts of your body for our country and we're forever indebted to that. So like it's not exactly free, but you you definitely paid a price for it. We're all very indebted to you for that.
0: Oh, thank you. And like you said, you know, I guess we could say free in the in the sense of money, right. i guess, but uh i definitely feel it in my body. <laughs>
1: it just might be you getting old, man. it just yeah, might be. You getting it might old. be. um if you could go back and give some financial advice to your 18-year-old self, what would that be? knowing knowing what you know now, getting to work here a little bit, also been through the paces of life, what would you tell your 18-year-old self now?
0: i mean that that's a tough one too. i would i would say uh like definitely make your priorities and stick to them. Uh, don't let anybody else influence influence a young you, and spend unnecessary amounts of money on on stuff that are that you don't need. Uh, like I don't need the most expensive stuff. Like you definitely don't need that much expensive stuff when you're that age. Uh, go after memories more than than. Uh, Tangible things. Mm,
1: mm, that's good. It that brings me to a next question: What money have you spent on a memory that you would do time and time again? Well, oh, I mean, that's
0: that's an easy one to answer. Uh, me and the family, we go camping every summer. We take the camper out. Last summer, uh, Mount Rushmore. This past summer, uh, the the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. That that's to me is money well spent uh, with the family and the kids enjoy it and. It's one to two weeks of just the family bonding time somewhere else outside of, of the state of Illinois and you know even the dog gets to
1: come along. <laughs> there you go. Bring everybody, right? bring everybody. that is, uh, that is awesome. Uh, I want to transition and talk a little more about your your role here. I understand it's been like a huge learning curve. but what has been the thing you have enjoyed about joining the rooted wealth advisor's family the most? Well, the thing I've enjoyed the most, obviously, is like
0: like getting to know everybody. I mean, everybody's had to do some part of everything in this business because I mean it's a growing business. It started out with just Zach, and, and then Zach and Hilda, and then like you add the little pieces here and there. But everybody's had to do it. So if I have to ask anybody a question, like I don't just have to come to you. I can come to somebody else, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've done it this way." or and then you come in and you refine it on top of it, and then it just is the icing on the cake and it it makes it so much easier for somebody that's just starting out.
1: It is cool that that multiple people have sat sat in almost every role i mean even zach's not above answering the phones if we need help right and we're busy which is super cool to see i know that um hilda and john and i have had this discussion about learning from the school of zach gray because uh, he just does things different he operates different i think it's easy for me to see him i've known him for you know seven eight years not quite the 20 you've known him for um but just the way that he does everything like it's not just in his in his business, but in his personal life, how he carries himself, he is the same person no matter who he's in front of. And I think it helps him connect well with a lot of people. Um, and uh, And it's one of the reasons why our clients love him and love this business um, is because he's always done like the right thing for clients and for um, for employees and just for people in general. So what have you learned any particular lessons you'd like to share from the school of Zach Gray? I mean,
0: like you said, like he carries himself the same way all the time, and the the Zach that you see today is the Zach that I played football with in high school. Uh, his work ethic is is above and beyond uh, the normal person for sure. And I mean, he he probably has one of the strongest work ethic, work ethics I've ever seen. I mean, and, and it shows. Like he lands the first Division one scholarship from a small school. He goes. He completes his degree while playing. Yes, he got hurt, but that didn't stop him. He still pursued everything that he wanted to pursue and and now he's super successful and I, I think i learned something new from him every day and uh just the little conversations i mean i take a lot away from that mm-hmm.
1: yeah his brain definitely operates way different than mine does which which i appreciate um i i appreciate that a lot um what about um what, um, what have you found eye-opening about, about this business, kind of like about what we do? I'd like your fresh perspective on it, on like how a financial service firm should care and cater to clients. I mean, I, I guess my biggest
0: takeaway is uh, not everyone is the same. Like some people will come in here and uh, they want they want somebody to help them now some people have the feeling out process so i've kind of i've I've been sitting back and watching and seeing like some people can get it on the first or second visit here we have some people on a third or fourth visit um and then going through sitting through that training to where uh it's not just a financial advisor giving advice it's a financial advisor giving leadership to go back to zach i think that leader showing leadership uh is zach to a t and i mean if we could all get on Zach's level, I think we would uh, we, we would shoot like right to the top.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really awesome and that really stuck with me. I think people want it to be led but they want it to be led by a good leader providing excellent leadership, right? Um, and that's what we strive to do for our clients. So, super glad to have you on board, man. Do you have anything else to add? I think if not, we'll probably call this one good. Uh, nothing else to add. <laughs> All right. Coach has got to go finish putting together a game plan. We got to go stick around though. Um, If you want to, give Jason any coaching tips. I'm sure he would gladly take those. Give us a call at 815-918-4727. And, uh, and hey, if you want to talk to a financial advisor um, about a plan for retirement, uh, if you're getting close, nearing retirement, or just have money questions, give us a call at 815-918-4727. Um, and tell him you heard about him from the Digging In podcast and that, uh, that Jason's the real deal. All right we'll see you next time. Until then, keep digging in.
0: This was Digging In Podcast presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.